Jack it up. Scooby dooby doo bop bop a dooby doo wop a scooby dooby bop a dooby doo bop bop a scooby dooby doo wop boogie woogie dooga dooga doo chicka chicka. That's my. That was not as bad as I thought it would be. I can scat a little bit. Scooby dooby bop bop beat up bop bop a dooby bop boop bop a dooby boop a boogie woogie boop a shooby doo boop boop a dooby doo boop boop a chicka chicka. You have to do that part at the end. Chicka chicka. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns into. That one song for Ferris Bueller. <laughs> what a great song. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to whatever this podcast is at this point. This is the Jazz Podcast. This is the Jazzercise Podcast. Easy, smooth and easy listening. Welcome to that, the Scat Podcast. And if you that look that no up, one asked for. Yeah. I'm sure if you look up Scat Podcast online, it's probably something completely different. So it's a good thing you're listening to this one. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, well, Grace was a child of God. Oh, the first thing that came up was called Kinkcast, which I absolutely don't want to listen to. Uh, she says that now, but let's be honest, after we do this, she's going to listen to it. <laughs> bookmark i feel like i feel like grace is one of those people that says they don't have kinks but secretly they have quite a few (laughs) but don't want to like say anything about it because it's like not like i wouldn't say they're uncommon kinks but it's it's you don't want to know grace just enjoys feet that's okay oh god no no feet are disgusting eating her granola with her feet she enjoys it you know stirs the oh stirs God. the cereal with her toes that's fine oh no stop you're, you're <laughs> gonna make you're gonna make me <laughs> you're gonna make me stir my cereal with my toes oh i hate that i hate that <laughs> i've got new fungus so grace you know what's funny what's funny grace i got some really fun reactions from that video i posted not about feet but about scatting I'm, um yeah if you didn't see it, it's why Greg decided to scat the intro. Because, but yeah, it was um, honestly, it was just me going. Oh, I haven't listened to a lot of the old tunes that I used to sing at uni because that was my first degree. I did the jazz. The jazz. Um, I have a piece of paper that says I am qualified to sing jazz. Mm-hmm. Um. And my my best friend and I, who did the course together, um, we often kind of, it pops up in conversation and we're like, oh, when was the last time you sang this song? Or when was the last time like you soloed or improvised over a tune? And it was, it's just like skills that we just never, ever used because we didn't keep singing jazz properly when we left uni. Mm-hmm. So I was just in my car and um, I was just listening to a lot of old, songs that I used to learn at uni, mostly Ella Fitzgerald and things like that. And I'm like, I wonder if I can still remember these, if I can remember how to scat along with these songs. And I was like, this is funny. I'm going to film it and put it on Twitter and <laughs> see what people's reaction uh, is. Because I think a lot of people don't realise that I used to sing jazz. Well, I can sing jazz. And that was like my first singing. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That was like... I've like I trained in singing jazz, so, but I don't sing it 
properly anymore. You're a so, ja- you're a jazz Jedi. Mm-hmm. Or a or um, a, a former Jedi of jazz. Yes, I'm a I'm a jazz Jedi. Yeah, a Jedi of the jazz order. You guys, um, if you get if you get Grace all riled up enough, she's gonna jazz. <laughs> you don't want her to jazz all over the place. Jazz goes everywhere. Yeah. It's just a mess. Yeah. But <laughs> just don't get any jazz on your face. No, it's really hard to to clean that jazz. Um, <laughs> Especially after a long <laughs> night of sax. You did a lot of the sax, so now you have to jazz. You know that that famous meme of the photo of like these guys at a at a gig and the sax player is like lying on the ground and then these dudes in like the front row are like screaming because he's playing so good. Have you seen that photo? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. I'm right gonna be now. sent the jazz photo. It's a classic jazz meme. No, but it's uh You're a classic I jazz I meme. love singing jazz and I love listening to jazz and it's a great solid formation. Pretty much every R&B musician, every funk musician, every like neo soul singer that you hear today would have had their grounding in jazz because that's where all the technique comes from. Mm. And then it just becomes um, funk and, you know, hip hop and soul music and Motown. So honestly, jazz history is so fascinating. So if you like musical history, go read about or jazz. Or if you just or like watch. all that jazz. All that jazz, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like... like... I love jazz. I've seen Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Which, favorite jazz. Look, it's a great show. So I'm What is gonna... your favorite jazz? Uh, All of the jazz. All that jazz. I like... Jazz. jazz and no the wrong there is a wrong answer to that and it's michael buble so <laughs> look he's not bad you don't like starbucks but... music look i don't i actually don't dislike michael buble but if you're gonna listen to michael buble just listen to frank sinatra like this is true because he's like a watered down version of frank sinatra yeah okay i'm sending you that meme right now because i want your live reaction to it Okay, I'm getting a live reaction. Okay, this is a very spooky Google link. Redirect notice. The page you were trying to send is... Oh, click on that. I, I copied the link instead of copying My the image. My favorite jazz I apologize. Uh, I've never seen this photo. And <laughs> two of the guys in the front, I think, are climaxing. So this guy must be really, really good. We will link the photo in the uh, in the description of this episode if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's all right. Well, that happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> going off of jazzing for the jazzers out there, mm-hmm. what else? What else the heck has happened to you, Grace? Oh my gosh. We took a week off, but not because we planned to take a week off. Because Grace is bad with technology. <laughs> I thought my, I was like, oh, well, my setup is all good. So let's use <laughs> that. Thought. But then I thought, but then, uh, she thought, no, though. it was in fact not good. Um, and after about half an hour of me going, can you hear me now? Um, we decided to postpone so, yes, but that means this episode is going to be four hours long. 
Yeah, so strap in, kit. It's not going to be four hours. Strap in, strap on, let's go. Um, we... <laughs> Talk about the... Because you kept talking I about made myself. This. I keep making myself laugh, and then it just sounds really awkward. Oh, no, uh, that's, yeah, normal. So last that's week, normal for you to, to make yeah. yourself laugh. I'm hilarious, what can I say? Uh, last week, what I was very excited to talk about was yes. I went to the art gallery. Ooh. Which I have not done. You've never been to an art gallery? I have been to the art oh, gallery. Okay. But not, I was, I paused because I couldn't remember the last time. It would have been high school. Like on a high school trip, I'd say. No, that's a lie. I went once when I was in uni because we had to sing there and then we had to, and then we just walked around because we were like, oh, we haven't been here in a while. Let's walk around and have a look. Um, and it's a beautiful building and it's one of those things where it's like, we should really go there more often, mm. but we don't. Um, but there was a an exhibition that's been on since July, but uh, because of lockdown and everything, mm-hmm. um, not many people went. But it was an exhibition on the samurai, Ooh. which was very exciting. And I asked my best friend to go, and I said, do you want to go look at some samurai stuff? And he was like, heck yeah, let's do it. Um, and it was so cool. It really – so it was – the exhibition was just called Samurai – but it had a whole collection of Japanese art, um, huge uh, panels of paintings that were telling stories of like the dragon versus the tiger and um, one that was detailing like this huge battle at the end of one of the wars. I took photos of most of the caption, uh, the uh, the captions, <laughs> the, um, you know, the little summaries that they have. I don't know what they're called. Um the information blocks, whatever, that tell you what's actually happening in it. And I took photos of most of them because I was like, I'm never going to remember what these are called or what they're depicting. But some of they had um, a bunch of kimonos, but uh, see, I'm just going to be generalizing everything because I can't remember specifically what they were called. But it was like they had kimonos that were for ceremonial wear and then there was one that they had used for theatre productions, but it was a kimono that was beautifully sewn and decorated to look like um, leaves of trees and um, all sorts of really beautiful nature images. And um, the description of it was that they used it in theatre shows because they didn't have any actual sets. So the stages were all bare, so people would wear these and they would be like the backdrop mm-hmm. because of how the kimonos were uh, made and what they looked like. So they would be like moving backdrops to represent what season it was and where they were, which I thought was really amazing. Um, but of course, there were a bunch of samurai artifacts. My favorite being a full set of armor which was the coolest thing. I reckon I stared at it for about 10 minutes. Um, and there were there was a whole wall of um, katanas and 
oh, what's the other sword called? Damn it. Um, the shorter, shorter than a katana. I don't remember what it's called. A dagger? Um, a dagger? Uh, or as, as, as the Australians say in New Zealand, a dagger? A dagger? Dagger? A dagger, a dagger mate. Um, a katana and I'm looking it up a because sword. I want to get it right. A wakizashi, which I probably said wrong. A wishy-washy? A wishy-washy. <laughs> wow. Katana. Yeah. Or tanto? Anyway. Um, there was one katana in particular that I enjoyed because it was called the Manslayer. Um, and it was used by a samurai assassin uh, in the 1600s. And it had a, it had a skull and uh, what's that thing called? Rib cage. I'm so good with my words today. Isn't it amazing? I'm proud of you. It's a big day. <laughs> it's a big day. Um, yeah, so I had a skull, a uh, rib cage, and other uh, bones sort of etched into the blade. And it had a really beautiful skull um, placed on the hilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had uh, an ins- the inscription on the blade. I don't remember what it said, but it was the coolest sword I've ever seen. And the fact that it was called Manslayer was even more awesome. How bad did, just, you, did you want to hold the Manslayer? Oh, my God. I wanted to hold that Manslayer and wield it like there was no tomorrow. I, I, I'm just saying, Grace, had you held the Manslayer, I think you would have jazzed the hardest you'd ever jazzed before. <laughs> you'd have all of the jazzing power. Oh, my God. I would have... I would have ascended and evolved into my final form. Which is a giant coffee mug. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. The power. The power. You know what's funny? I feel like... <laughs> I f- if Okay. Let me, ask, <laughs> let me ask this. Grace, do you believe in reincarnation? Ooh. And it's fine if you say no, because I'm still going to tell you some, a funny scenario. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if I do, but I. Mm. I know what you, I know what your your reincarnation would be. Yeah, I don't think I do believe in reincarnation. I kind of, I, I kind but of, but I like I like stories of like, you know, I like saying things like, "Oh, I bet in a past life I was this or whatever." Yeah, but when it comes down to it, I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't. I just don't want to come back as like a bug or something. That would be stupid. Yeah. That would be that would that would suck. Waste of re- yeah, that would be a sad day. You come come back as a mayfly, and you've only got twenty four hours. Oof. Take that. Take that. So this is I have your I have the perfect reincarnation for you, Grace. Mm-hmm. Watson's playmate. You'd, <laughs> you'd be a dog, and you you and Watson can run around as dogs. Oh, that's so sweet. He's lying next to me right now, actually. He probably wouldn't mind that. Hey, buddy. He's giving me the grumpy face. Or you'd come back as a saxophone so someone can jazz you really good. (laughs) Really? You missed the golden opportunity to use the word blow, and you didn't take it. 
It's it's too it's too easy, Grace. Too on the nose. Yeah. 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 I, I I mean, Grace you're gonna again. You love those woodwind instruments. Again, right? Grace, we're talking about we sometimes talk about your your kinks that you don't mention. So if blowing's <laughs> a thing, they that's you know that's more power <laughs> to you, Grace. Okay, I'm gonna. Actually, I'll say one more thing about the exhibition, and then I have a good question to follow up this stupid conversation. For, is there any was, of our conversation stupid? Yes. There, okay, go yes, on. Yes. <laughs> there was a fun moment mm -hmm. um, in, in the exhibition. Um, I think I found something that I want to use as my next tattoo, by the way, but that's, oh. that's beside the current point. Um there was a really beautiful statue of like a, a warrior that people would put in their garden to protect their house and things like that. But just next to it was this single solitary jar, just the simplest thing you could imagine. And the sign next to it just said jar. Oh, and man. underneath it, so it was, okay, I say jar, it was more like a pot, a big pot. Um, and underneath it, it said, may have been used for holding rice. Whoa. And if you were at the movie night where we watched Seven Samurai, you will understand immediately why I laughed in the middle of this exhibition for no reason, because I thought to myself, oh, I found the rice pot. <laughs> And it just reminded me of the inside joke that we had <laughs> during Seven Samurai. And so I tweeted it and it got some good responses. Very good. I love all these inside jokes that we have. Yep. That sound like absolute batshit nonsense to I everyone else. I feel like else. you and I, mm -hmm. you're more of the content person. Like you, you find real life stuff and then you'll post it. I'm the kind of person that will just, like, put stuff together. Like, we're good at content humor. We we like to do, uh, like, 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 uh, last night when you asked me to, to do, recreate a picture. Mm-hmm. And I did. Which you did beautifully. Yeah. That was all MS Paint, by the way. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, I, I'm pretty good with MS Paint. Ah, um, uh, yes, you are. Mm -hmm. You are. So, yeah, if you give if you tell me to not do something or you give me something to do, I'm going to do it. You you will do it. Mhm. Mm I have a question cuz so, I But what do you mean by What? I think I know what you mean, but just to clarify, so content humor is like I'm in terms of improvising. Okay, no, this is what I'm going to say. This is how I I interpreted that statement. I know I am much better at creating things uh when I am collaborating or if i have something to bounce off of yes i'm i feel much stronger doing that yes. than saying create something from scratch i i am much stronger in a collaborative I'm environment exactly or if i same. or if i have something if i have yeah. a jumping off point yeah so is that what is that what you mean when you say the content humor it's well, like we've got we've got something and we can well make it i think you and i when it comes to terms of you and I are the same when it comes of creating something through a collaboration. Some of my, yeah. I don't know if you feel it's some of your best work, but some of my best work is through collaboration or an idea. 
when yeah. I when I meet content, like if you and I get a topic or we see something, we can easily come up with something and post it, and it be freaking hilarious. Because a lot of oh, times, okay, yeah, our yeah. humor, and this is what I'm grateful for. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I'm very grateful that when something pops in my head, whether it's funny or not, I'll post it. But most of the time, it ends up being really funny for people, which I'm very grateful for because there's some people who do it and it's just not working, but they try and I give them credit for that. But I think what I can do too is that if I know something isn't funny after I've seen it, I'll find a way to make it funny. Mm. You can make most situations very funny. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm still working on parents being divorced, but I'll get there. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I have no dad. So, Grace, I have a question <laughs> for you. You, okay. sa- you said you found, you said you were looking for your next tattoo. You have your next tattoo, possibly. Do you have tattoos? I have a tattoo, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. I'm assuming it's on an undisclosed location where you can't really see it because it's covered by clothing. You don't Most actually, of the time, you don't actually have on... to say where it's at if it's in a specific area. Like, but I, no, 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 I, I've it's... never seen you seen your tattoo or like, like it's not like on your arm or something visible. Is what I'm saying. Well, it is. It's on my. It's on my left. It's on the inside of my left arm, but up near uh, my armpit. So it's on the inside. My my when I got it done, my tattoo artist called it a bandit tattoo because it was like you're not gonna see it most of the time, but then bam, there it is. Um, that's probably why I haven't seen it. So it's, yeah. So you can only see it if I'm wearing short sleeves, which I don't like wearing if I can help it. Um, you don't like showing off your guns? I just don't like the sun. (laughs) Well, you are Um, a ginger. I am incredibly ginger. I've got the Scottish and the Irish jeans in me. Why do you even go outside? I don't know. (laughs) Cause I have to walk my dog. That's why. Ah. But if um, Watson wasn't there, you'd be inside all day. Probably, which is why I'm very grateful that I have him. Um, <laughs> go yeah. outside, kids. It's really helpful. No, the sun's a dead um, laser. Stay inside. It is, especially on this side of the world. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the sunburn over here is much worse. But, yeah, I've got a tattoo. I've had it for, oh, my gosh, three years, four years. I don't remember what year I got it. Um it's a i don't know how to describe it um do you know the the poet rupee core Kerr? of course she, i don't know who that is yeah well she wrote uh the books milk and honey and the sun and her flowers um mm. which if you she's become a bit of a meme because of her simplistic style of poetry mm-hmm. um but if you search Rupi, R-U-P-I, and then Kerr, which I think is how it's pronounced, K-A-U-R, um, and then search for Rupi, Rupi Kerr heart poem, um, there's it'll, it'll be the first one that comes up. So it's the poem uh, or the, the piece of writing uh is what is stronger than the human heart which shatters over and over but still lives and that's all that's on that page but then she's drawn it's like her own sketch of a heart but it's got it's kind of like very simple but really um i really love it it's got like flowers blossoming out of it 
Um, and it's just a really simple hand-drawn sort of piece. But I just, I loved that kind of statement of the, the heart kind of keeps going no matter what stress it suffers. But it also, it's got like a few more layers because um, my mum's had a, you know, probably about 10 years ago or 12 years ago, my mum had a heart attack mm. ca- caused by emotional stress. And what she had was oh. called Takotsubo cardiomyopathy, which is literally called the broken heart syndrome. So, you, so her heart failed because of a really traumatic um, event. That's but so terrible. It, yeah, it was it was awful. It's a terrible um, heart attack. I but, mean, heart attacks suck, but having a bro like that's like a legit thing. It's that's just that's yeah. awful. And it wasn't because of it was like a single event that sort of triggered it, but it was kind of like a build up of a number of years of stressful things right. happening. Yeah. And she, you know, she's got stronger than ever now. Thank God, she Good. she recovered really well from that. But mm. it was kind of like a lot of layers to that, which resonated with me and. It can just, you know, your heart can only take so much, but it just keeps beating and it keeps going. And the imagery of the flowers blossoming out of the heart, I love because it's, it's those, it's like the flowers that kind of grow through the cracks right. and they find, and they find their way to like the sunlight um, and they keep growing. And it also kind of looks like the, um, you know, that, that uh, Japanese art form of, um, I think it's called kintsugi where it's, you know, they, they repair broken cups and bowls and stuff with gold. Uh, I think so. Thing. Yeah. So it highlights the cracks and the things like that. So I kind of saw that and I was like, I had that, I printed it out and I had it on my wall for about a year and a half. And I was like, no, you know what? I think that's going to be my tattoo. Um, and so I booked it and I paid for it. And then I told mom and she was like, oh, I thought you'd grown out of wanting a tattoo. But then I showed her what it was and, um she really likes it and where it is I can kind of you know if I and you know working at a school as well after I got it I was able to cover it up pretty easily because of where it is and I just really like I really like where it's placed there's a few photos on like my Instagram I think where you can see it but yeah that's that's the long way of saying yes Greg I have a tattoo thank you Um, (laughs) thanks Troy (laughs) oh shit yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I uh no, I actually I know the art style you're talking about. There's an American yeah. version of that. Where they repair things with ramen. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking I about. I kind of wanted to try that, but I don't know if it's like legit or not. Because I could easily I love do those that. videos. Yeah, well so they much. they repair a toilet seat a toilet bowl with ramen. Oh my god. I love showing that to people who don't know what they're about to see and then they're like, Oh, why is he putting why is there what is he doing? How did he do that? <laughs> it just gets better. It's and very better. good it's a good way to explain people that aren't in the US what the US is all about. Just show them a video of someone repairing a, a, a sink with ramen. And that's yes. pretty much the epitome of the US. That there you go. Or the videos of like guys where it's like, Okay, we're gonna make cereal and then he just ends up throwing the cereal at the wall and then like throws a whole thing of milk yep. and just like trashes the kitchen. <laughs> yep. Cooking with Americans. I have a, okay. So that artist you were talking about, mm-hmm. she, so she, the, is she known for doing poems or like having something and then writing a picture afterwards? Taking a picture. Drawing a picture. Drawing a picture. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that's what she's known for. That's what her books are like. So um, she's kind of like Shel Silverstein. If, if, if you don't know who, she, okay, Shel Silverstein's kind of like a lost uh, poet writer. Um, he has no, written poems, and then there'd be a oh, picture underneath. Yes, that's very. I've, I'm looking him up right now. That's I bet very people are, much are what he's like. I bet people are blown away at the fact that look I know at who you. Shel, like I know some stuff. I may not You're know your stuff, but I know Greg. stuff. Yeah. Dad, tell I've me. started. Damn! Look at you. I don't. Um, up with Shel Silverstein, guys. I'm telling <laughs> you. Yeah, that's kind. That's pretty much. That's pretty much uh, the same art style, and people love to sort of memeify her style of poetry because they're like, oh, it's so simplistic or it's so whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but it, you know, poetry is poetry, and hers is very real, and I find it very real and honest, and it is like it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's not her style of poetry is just this is what. I felt about this. So here it is. And I really like that about her. Um, and yeah, so I saw a few things in that exhibition that were kind of like, again, I can't remember what it was called. I've got it saved on my phone, but my phone's not within arm's reach of me right now. Um, but it was like the depiction of like life and all that sort of, all that sort of stuff. But it was just like, a painted circle that kind of was a bit splattery and not particularly neat. And I just really liked that. And I'm trying to decide if I, cause I do want another tattoo, some like probably on my right arm. I'm not sure. I don't mm. know. I've got to find the right one and how I want to do it. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that has happened with you? I have a job interview this week. <gasps> Oh man, look out, guys! Grace is oh about to be making that, making that bread. Look out! Oh my God, you guys! I have a job interview tomorrow morning. Um, Best of for all. a barista job. Oh, of course. Heck yeah! Because okay, which I'm. Oh man! What are the chances of you not getting the job as good of a coffee maker as you are, and knowing that you have the ultimate barista experience? Because I feel like your odds of not getting the job are low. I feel like you're well, just going to walk in thing. and they're going to hire you. It's also, that would be nice. It's also a group interview. Oh, no. Yeah. Which means I have to. Talk with people. My, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Grace. Well, well, you had a good opportunity. Uh, I had, yeah. My chances just fell dramatically. You were about to. I don't know how it's going to work, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I have, I have missed making coffee the I, last because i i worked as a barista mm-hmm. for about a year and a bit before i started working at a high school and it was like i was working with really cool people and i enjoyed it and like you know it's tiring and whatever and you have to deal with dickhead customers occasionally but i don't know it was just a really good place to work and i miss it sometimes and i was like you know it's just simple i'm just saying you make coffee and to people and it's it's nice and i like being i'm very uh determined i was very determined you always remember like the nice barista like mm-hmm. the person who you know if you if you go into a shop i've had experiences where like the barista's like you know hey hey going and then as they're making their coffee they'll like start chatting to you and stuff and i'm like oh that person's really nice i'm gonna go back there 
And so it's just, you know, it's good business dudes, but it's also genuine human, you know, I, goodness, uh, just people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. come back and they'll see you again and I'll want to come back to that place. So not only is it good for that person because you make them happy, but it's good for the business. I'm still getting used to that phrase, how are you going? Because I'm used to how are you oh, doing. Oh, yeah. But I know it doesn't matter, but I, I don't know. How you going? How you going? How you going, Mike? Good eye. I'm a Kiwi. It's not what they sound like. I'm sorry. So you sounded like you sounded like Michael Caine trying yeah. to do a New Zealand. I'm a Kiwi. My name's Michael <laughs> Caine. I'm a Kiwi. Good day, mate. <laughs> Fucking right. I don't know. Um, I uh, speaking of barista and talking with mm-hmm. people, I found out last week that I can work a register. Oh. <gasps> Yay! I, well done. I've been doing the volunteering at the Red Cross shop that I've been going to for the last month. I Heck yeah. told them that I would probably be their jack of all trades, and boy uh-huh. was I ever. I am picking up deliveries. I am Great coll- all trades. collecting stuff for from donations. I'm cleaning said items to put on the showroom floor to be sold for donations. Some of the items that I've cleaned and put out have been sold. I actually sold something last week that was something that I cleaned and took care of to put out. I, um, yeah, it's an older till, but I got it working. I know how to, how to do it. It's easy. Um, I have not had an issue or ha- will have an issue. I can pretty much do everything in the store. And not many people that are volunteering there know how to do that as good as me. So basically, they saw you doing all the stuff and they're like, cool, we don't have to do anything anymore. We'll just ask Greg to do it. Well, here's my two scenarios, which I think are going to happen. One, even though it's a Red Cross shop and I know there's volunteering, I feel like they're going to hire me because I can do everything. Mm -hmm. Which would be awesome. Or B... It's just going to give me a really good jump on references for when I get permanent residency. Hopefully, you know, I'm six months in, but I feel like there's no way I can. Happy six months! Yay! The sweet release. That's awesome, though. Six months. I remember I said last episode we were going to celebrate that. Oh, we were? Yay! Oh, there we go. Yay, we did it. Okay. Six months. That That was fun. Thank you. So, You're welcome. uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I think it would just be a really good reference and we'll look good on my, they, they don't call them resumes here. They call them CVs. Yes. S- curriculum vitae. Uh, it's, it's so stupid, but whatever. What stands for. We try to be fancy. Uh, yes. And. Yeah, I just, I think that I hopefully will, that's really my best bet, because I'm going to be honest, and I'm not saying this to be negative, but I don't see myself getting a job within the next six months due to the fact that I still only have my working visa, and because Mm -hmm. they're still trying to reemploy the Kiwis that have lost their jobs from the lockdowns, I think that my chances are just much harder, even for temp stuff, I've been denied. I've I haven't I've looked I've already applied to about twenty places or so, maybe more. And I do look as much as I can every day for something new to apply for that I think I'd be good at. And every time I've only had one interview, and I thought I did great. I was honest, and they went a different direction. But it's so funny because they put up their application for it, 
again mm. looking for people. So whoever they interviewed, they picked on nobody. So maybe not the best place to work anyway if they're very if they mm. can't get anyone in just to work. So oh well. Um Yeah, it's a tough time to try yeah. and find jobs at the moment. Yeah. Because if people are hiring, they aren't hiring externally. They're like looking for people who know people that can do the job or I just need to get my foot in the door. That's really all I need exactly. for now. Because then yep. I can I can once I get other stuff, I can be like, hey, I can do more or I can find a place, you know. But I I mean I have income. I do have I'm still okay for the next six months. Uh yeah. so I'm not worried about that. But I get that uh I do need to eventually get a job, but and I will, but right now volunteering is my best bet. It's just that's where I need to put my focus. But I also still need to apply, which I will, but I know that I will be very surprised if someone actually decides to give me a shot within the next six months. Yeah, for sure. I think you're you're definitely kind of proving yourself that you are willing and happy to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can do Volunteering it. Yeah, I can do a, a lot. Way. I just need a chance. Every every place that is giving me a chance, except for one, because the guy that gave me the job did not tell me everything up front. Uh, mm. That was a fun time. A quick little story about that. I Before my last job, I applied at uh, to do maintenance at an at a outlet mall, which is a big mall. It was just me and another guy for the whole mall, which is a lot. And they were only going to give me twelve seventy. They were only going to give me twelve seventy five an hour, or no? How, yeah, I was making twelve. Yeah, I was. I was going to make twenty five cents more than my previous job. I'd have to check like sixteen trash compactors, check the sprinkler systems out in the fields, do all of this check every time I'd work, which would take half the day. Yeah. Check the fountains. And then on top of that, do work orders. Um, and yeah. between me and two guys. And all of their supplies was divided in between eight different buildings. Uh, so I'd have to remember where everything was at. And then there was like a main work building. So I knew after, like during, like half the day in, I knew I wasn't going to be working there. And that was not the right job. And this was a lot for what they were paying me, which wasn't a lot. So mm. I just stuck with it through the rest of the day. And I said, all right, I'll just deal with it. I'll act like, you know, I'm learning some of the stuff. But then the guy that was supposed to be there decided to leave the, early. So I didn't get a chance to tell him. So I had to go home, which is very unprofessional to do. But I wrote him an email and said, hey, sorry, I'm not going to be the guy. You, There's just there's some stuff here that I was not told in uh, what you're asking for versus the like this isn't. I'm not the right fit for this person. You're in. I'm not going to be able to survive. And then they wanted me that week to work the wall by the mall by myself for the whole weekend. That oh week, God. and I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Sorry. Yeah, that's just taking that, advantage. That's just shadiness. So I decided not to work for a shady company. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of that in Tampa, though. So, but I made the right call because I ended up finding a job. I got paid a lot more in for two years. So that worked out, but yeah, that was a weird time. But yeah, all the other times I've, that have given me an opportunity. I've, I've excelled and I've, I've flourished in. That's yeah. Right. And that's something I notice about you is that you are absolutely the kind of person who, when given the opportunity, 
will make the most the absolute most of it yep and that's not something that a lot of people that's not a quality that a lot of people have so i think any workplace would be very lucky to have you and your motivation and your drive mr greg oh thanks i said i said something nice about you i'll be sending you a check in the mail thank you my rate has doubled but i'm sure you'll be fine oh well you know yeah, that's a, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just won't eat for the last part of the week, but that's fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Now, um, I have a question. Uh oh. Now, feel, yes. if you want to veto and move on to the next part of our conversation, you can. Yes. But I, I had a question that goes all the way back to the beginning of musical instruments and stuff. Oh but yes, if, that's right. If you would rather move on. I can, I'm sure I can address topics. it really quick. Okay. What do you think is the sexiest instrument? Uh, anything that's long and phallic. Beautiful. Moving on. Uh, are you, are you, <laughs> are you, are, are you asking because a certain somebody, you know, recently bought themselves an instrument? <laughs> I wasn't. But I am overjoyed that you reminded me of that. So please explain to our lovely audience what you mean by that statement. I bought an instrument. (gasps) Greg bought an instrument. Oh my god, I can't believe I'd forgotten about that. And uh, and sadly, it is not long and phallic. I know a lot (laughs) of people are disappointed. I know my OnlyFans patrons are disappointed, but that's okay. I'll, I'll fill I'll fill in with something else. I know you made promises to them, Greg. Yeah, they just want to see me jazz. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about the jazz. So I'm the kind of person that likes to do unique things or things that not a lot of people do. <laughs> I I live by the creed of Robert Frost's poem, "Doing the road that's less traveled." Yep. And uh. I decided if I'm going to get an instrument, first it has to be something that I can play easily. I tried playing guitar, and that didn't work because I have short, fat fingers, and I just didn't have the time to practice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something that would probably sound really good, but I can rock out to it to make it seem like it's like super heavy metal or something. Even any instrument, if you can make it rock, then th- then you're winning. So I decided to purchase a kalimba. Yeah. If you don't know what a kalimba is, it is a very old school pia- uh, type piano, but it's like a portable. It's it's a wooden box with keys, and you just tap it with your fingers. It's like a thumb piano. It's a thumb piano, yeah. And you can hit the and there's this little hammer that you can move the keys around, so you can increase the sound or lower the sound if you want. If you want to experiment with different sounds, um. So I decided it's 17 keys. I don't think that's that difficult. Uh, it, that's something that I could literally just put on my desk here and just play if I'm doing something in practice. It's something that I could take with me that like I don't have to have a big setup. And it makes a really pretty sound when you hit the notes. It's a very pretty instrument. So I figured that I can learn how to play that. And there's not a big market for kalimba, so I kind of have first in line for any kind of kalimba uh, activities. If there's any bands out there that are looking for a kalimba player, you yeah. know who to contact. Yeah. I can't wait to play Enter Sandman on a kalimba. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm going to make that. Think, I'm going to make that jam. Yeah, and I think it's a great instrument for you because I bas- basically, if you can play with a uh, gaming controller, if you've got good coordination on a controller, you could play the kalimba. 
Yes. Like, it's the same sort of dex- dexterity. I thought about that too. Yeah, I need... Yeah, anything that you're good with coordination, which a kalimba would be because it's right there and you can just start playing, you know, whatever. I think that that would be... That would probably be... I have a little bit of an advantage there. So we'll see. Um, uh, I know Troy is on That's board. That's very exciting. <laughs> he's like... He's like, play an hour a day every day. And I'm like, okay, dad. He, he, okay, internet dad. Okay, internet papa. He, uh, this, we're going to form a relator band. I can just, I can <gasps> smell it. I can smell it in the wind. We're going to be called the relators. Like an old school, like, you know, like the Ramones were the relators. I think we should just go with the Ramones. I don't think they'd mind. No, one of them's dead anyway, so. so. <laughs> Sad day. What a great band. Yeah, what a great band. They they I have a soft spot for the Ramones. Me too. Um so yes. That's very exciting. I can't wait to see. I want weekly updates. Okay. On mom. yeah. On how your practice is going. Why weren't you at health practice? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> An hour a day. That popped in my head. So very exciting. Yes. So uh let's let's finish this off with something that also is very exciting. Actually mm-hmm. is sort of breaking news, but I kind of knew the price point already. Uh breaking news. News that has been broken, but um, we're breaking it some more. Greg and Grace show. Breaking news. This just in. That's already been in for a bit. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know. Oh, Morse code for our news? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, for the Morse code people, you already know what's what this is about. There you go. Um, <laughs> I was like, what are the old radio shows sound like? Breaking news. Breaking news. On the Greg and Greg show, <laughs> we have just received a telegram about the new console that is going to be released in November of 2020. I hear that you can play with friends and also jam with them, too. <laughs> oh, man. Old school radio. I miss it. <laughs> Actually, yes, I have a. Bef- actually, I do want to mention one more quick thing because I was thinking about sure. that. Because you're mm-hmm. talking about how you have a thing for jazz, I have a guilty pleasure that I like, music related. Oh, oh a guilty pleasure. Yeah, is it really a guilty pleasure yes, or is it because I'll okay. t- because it's a form of music that you wouldn't expect for me to probably like, but it, I enjoy I it. To, I can't wait to judge you for it. Go. Um, the old school country music that you hear at diners. Okay, that's not so bad. So do you mean like Hank Williams? Hank Williams, and, Conway Twitty, yeah. like old school, like We've 60s, definitely talked about this 70s, before, I yeah. I love... The classic country, yeah. Classic I hate country, country music. music now, but I love old school country music. Like I have classic a soft spot for it. Classic country music yes. is, is enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, especially at diners. Like for some reason, just the, the, the setting there, I don't know why. I, I just vibe. like it. Yeah. Yep. It's all about the vibe. Yep. Okay. So the PS5 is a game console made by PlayStation Sony. PlayStation 5. PlayStation Cinco. The Cinco. El Cinco. <laughs> El PS Cinco. A lot about mm-hmm. Cinco. Put ramen. Fix your Cinco. The mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 uh, price points were revealed today, which I think they talked about before, but there was never really official confirmation. Uh... The American, it's five hundred dollars for the regular and four hundred for the discless. 
Now, that could be a hit or miss because digital versions uh, of games usually don't go on sale that much. And if they do, it's only like $20 at the most. And even then, it might only be like a PlayStation Plus sale. And then discs themselves get very cheap very quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But here in Australia, Uh if you want the digital edition, $600. Yep. Disc edition, $749.95. $749.95. If you're in New Which, Zealand... Holy shit! If you're in New Zealand, you have to pay $800 or $600 for the digital version. Gotta love those price fluctuations. Ugh. I totally... I mean... Yeah, I would I buy... I had a feeling it was going to be around the $600 mark, it's but co- it's cause I thought the... it was going to be disc... $600 digital $500. It, but it, it has to do with what's inside the hardware. That's why with, so yeah. much cuz they got to make that money back. Well, here's the issue. I mm-hmm. Sarah and I talked about that we would wait and see what the initial reaction to see if there's any issues. We talked about this for a while. Yeah. Um I I kind of now want to get it because it's just it's out now and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can I can get it." Here's the issue. The PS5 mm-hmm. had overheating issues with its with its uh, CPU disk or something inside the chip. One of its ch- processing chips kept overheating, and I don't know if I ever heard that they fixed it because I read an article mm-hmm. that they were going to have to cut costs because of the woes of the chip possibly doing that. So hopefully that was fixed, and that's not the case. Um, a couple of our friends have already pre-ordered it, which is good. That's awesome for them. Mm-hmm. However, I am not sure if, because we've had this situation before, when the PS3 got released, it was, they were not working. They were all faulty. The The first batch, the OG model. Of I remember PS3. that, yeah. yeah. PS4, I think, had a better launch. I don't remember there being issues, but I also remember Xbox 360s getting the red ring of death after having it for about a year. Yeah, uh, depending, yep. I had that happen to me until I found one that never had it again. Um, yeah, that it's funny. This is the first time I'm, I was considering buying a console at launch. Yeah. I, both the PS3 and the PS4, I didn't buy until almost a year after they were released. Well, I didn't even, I bought the PS4 probably almost a year after it was yeah. released. And, um, yeah, I didn't pay for the PS3 like yeah. back then when it came out, my, my parents paid for it. Um, but so this is the first time I'm kind of anticipating mm-hmm. purchasing uh, or pre-ordering the console at launch, but my financial situation, I will not be able to afford it. Right. Um, and I, and you I just bought all that PC stuff. I know. I just, I just invested in a bunch of PC yeah. stuff. It looks yeah. like I'm going to be, which the only thing I am, um, I will be missing would be playing, uh spider-man miles morales yeah um but you can... that's that's probably one of my most that's my most anticipated game i think however yeah, you yeah i'm looking at that. yeah so the launch games which i have in front of me astro's playroom uh-huh. pre-installed in the ps5 yep. demon's souls destruction all-stars marvel's spider-man miles morales both standard and ultimate edition and Sackboy: a big adventure so 
Yeah, the list, the, the start of title, list isn't good. Which is, yes, but next year oh, we yeah. have God of War Ragnarok, Final Fantasy 16, I believe. Um, and at last, the Harry Potter RPG that we have waited you years You also forgot about for. Horizon. Yes, I was getting to Horizon. Oh, sorry. But most importantly, the Harry Potter RPG <laughs> that we've been wanting. Grace has, um, next year, Grace is going to jazz so oh hard my with God. Harry Potter. Oh my God. I almost cried watching the trailer. I I don't want to go on a 45-minute rant about Harry Potter, but all I'm going to say is I still love that story just as much as when I grew up reading it, waiting at 6.30 a.m. outside the bookstores to buy the latest book. I love that story so much. J.K. Rowling is an insane turf. But what I think everyone should do, because I saw this on a tweet, um, I can't remember who tweeted it, but I'll probably find it and share it again. Buy the Harry Potter game or the Hogwarts game, because it's not in the Harry Potter time, which is even better. It's an RPG set in the 1800s. You go to Hogwarts, you do your thing, and it looks beautiful. But buy the game and then donate whatever you spend on the game to various uh, trans charities, just as a lovely middle finger to J.K. Rowling, mm -hmm. which I think, why not? It's a great idea. She's literally then... should be J.K. Rowling because what she said <laughs> needs to just like, like, I... She just needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> just stop. I think she just needs a good dicking, really. <laughs> That's terrible, Greg. I, That's awful. Have you ever seen her with that somebody? That is awful. I, I, I just think she's just got all that pent-up energy no, from no, creating no. stories. I know. <laughs> I will say, no, no. She needs to have, a, she needs a magic wand. She does not. <laughs> I know that she was in a terribly abusive marriage prior to writing Harry Potter, so I will refrain from saying she needs a good digging. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Oh my gosh. Oh man. But no, yes, I, I, I... This, is a, this is a situation yeah. where I will not stop loving this story because the, even though the creator is now a bit loony. Just a bit. Yeah. Because, I... and we said this before we started recording, sorry for interrupting you constantly. That's okay. But, um... Yeah, we said this before we started uh, recording that we, like you and I both agree that Harry Potter is kind of, it doesn't need, this world, this universe doesn't need J.K. Rowling anymore. No, because it's, it's... Grown, it's grown beyond her yeah. and everyone who grew up with it has such a special connection to it who still love it. They own it. That, we, yeah, we we own it, essentially. It's, it's a because universe Because you're keeping that, it alive and you're putting yourself in yeah. the world with dressing up playing the game so like really the people that are investing in it are keeping harry potter alive so it's yes she created the characters and the idea but warner brothers made the movies and universal has the worlds and there's so many different things that really she has really no more ties to it 
it's 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 yeah. she does but it's, 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 yeah. it's more in the fans hands which is where it should be because that's what's created all of this wonderful thing yeah. One, all these wonderful things um yeah and, Ooh, and that's a, that's a, that's another um, thing too with that is that if you like something but somebody that was affiliated with it has not said or done something that was like morally acceptable you could still like the thing like same thing with like here's a good example and hopefully i don't get hate for this but i know chick-fil-a has a bad rap because it's the owners are very devoted Christians and they do not support gays and fundamentalist Christians. What's that? Sorry, I had a mouthful of food. Oh, so they're fun, they're fundamentalist Christians. There you go. They're they're yeah. like they're hardcore. They like they. If, believe, if they were really Christian, yeah. But you know. here's the thing. Yes, I love Chick Fil A and their food. I'm not paying a company because they don't support specific people i'm paying because i'm hungry and i want food <laughs> and that's how i look at it i don't you know i can't judge or like i can judge but it's none of my business what they believe they'll lose business over it but chick-fil-a chicken sandwiches are delicious and i love their chicken sandwiches but that doesn't mean that because I'm giving money to the organization I'm eating food means that I agree with their viewpoints on mm. how they feel, which is not true because I have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends in all the different LG, LBG, how do you say LGBTQ? LGBTQ. Thank you. Yeah. I sometimes forget the awesome. order of the acronym. I apologize because it's a lot of letters for me. Um, yeah, too many letters for Greg. Yeah, it's a lot. And... So I get it, but if I'm hungry and I want a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I'm going to get a chicken sandwich. I'm sorry. Don't get in Greg's way when he wants a chicken sandwich. We don't have Chick-fil-A here, so that's been one of the foods I've been really missing. Yeah, is Chick-fil-A like, is it just chicken It's just stuff? a U.S. thing, I think. But it's. I always thought Chick-fil-A was kind of like, um, like a... Taco Bell thing, like. Well, no, Taco Mexican Bell is actually food. here in New Zealand. They're actually making a Taco Bell on the South Island finally, but it's in Christchurch. Yeah. So if Sarah and I end up being in Christchurch somewhere, I told her that she's got to get me. We got to stop because I miss Taco Bell chicken quesadillas. So is Chick Fil A kind of like KFC? It's just chicken. It's just chicken, but it's better chicken than KFC. It's better quality. See, here's the thing. There's also a place called PDQ, which has pretty mm -hmm. decent chicken. But yeah. I think Chick-fil-A is the best chicken because it's good quality white meat chicken. But they cook it in, like, a specific oil that's supposed to be healthier. Um, they cook it in, like, better oil, like vegetable oil or canola. Something that's a better quality oil they cook it in. Um, and they have, like, gluten-free buns. They have, like, different types of options that you can have. Um, and there's, like, it's not... And unlike KFC, there's a breading well, that's very buns light. Is name. There's, there's more there's less breading on it than at KFC. Like it's mostly meat and you can also get a grilled chicken, which the grilled chickens uh, stuff is pretty good too. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, back to yeah. the PS5. The Xbox though, I haven't <laughs> heard any issues with its hardware, but mm. I don't know. I think PS5 has a weak starting launch. So if you're gonna, if you have the urge to pre-order it, I would just say save your money. 
I definitely won't be getting it till next year. Yeah, because a lot but, of the big hitter games are coming out next yeah, year. Yeah, I've just seen, because I'm kind of scrolling through the articles and seeing what else I've missed from the announcements because it happened before I woke up. Um, but PlayStation Plus is offering, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, mm -hmm. um, they're offering games um, on the PS5 for free. Yes. Um, which include God of War, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. So they're offering those games so, for PlayStation Plus on PS5 so for free. the games that everyone has played at this point. Pretty much. But if there's <laughs> on, on the off chance that you haven't played one of those games, or if you just want to replay them on the PS5, yeah, um, which... Honest. Yeah, I love this. Regardless, it, um, Sony hasn't said if the collection is for a limited time only or whether the library will change over time. Regardless, it could be the company's answer to Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation now exists, but the standalone subscription service, which combines downloads and streaming, has struggled to take off since its launch in January Well, yeah, it's awful. Because, like, yeah, it's like... never going to compete with Game Pass, I have to say. And I don't even play Xbox. Not because I don't like it, I just don't own Xbox. Um, but yeah. Even I know that like Game Pass is just it. Like PlayStation can't compete with Game Pass. I have it. Yeah. The PlayStation. Here's the issue. PlayStation. They need to because they're struggling financially in the gaming part department because they've lost a lot of money, and mm. Sony is just losing money left and right. Um. I still have my theory about them knowing what games to put on PS Plus if it's been bought by a lot of users because they have those statistics. Um, but yeah, uh, PlayStation Now should be included in your PS Plus to even be close to combating with games with the the Game Pass. Um, Game Pass Ultimate gives you a, over a hundred games, and some some games come out, some change. And also on PC. So if you're a PC gamer, you can, you also get access to that library too. So you can play PC mm. games. Um, like, you know, yeah, and, they still, and they still give you three games a, a, away a month. PlayStation is now down to two. And two and you, they usually are not... This year has not been good for PlayStation Plus. It's actually been very lackluster. Um, because it's like they're offering games that majority of people have played <laughs> because of, that's what i'm thinking i'm honestly think because playstation is so there the, i think sony can be very shady in terms of the gaming when it comes to sales and stuff because the fact that i've never seen a game service and i've and i've had games with gold all i see mm. from ps plus is that every time games come out i see the majority say that they've already played it so in my mind they must have some kind of tracker of what's been purchased so they know what to put out. So they're not. So if it's a game everyone's played, then they're not losing money by putting out a free game because they have to pay to put out a free game. I'm sure they have to have a partnership or something. So yeah. they get so they don't lose all that money that because they'll still make money. They've made their money off that game. So now they're just putting it up there for any kind of final takers that they won't make much off of. 
Yeah. That's how I feel. Because it, it just seems too convenient. But that's a story for another day. I don't know. I definitely, if you're going to get the PS5, uh, I hope that the overheating issues have been fixed. And I'm not saying that to scare anybody. That's what I've been reading. Because I've been researching the heck out of it. Because yeah. it had... I don't know because I don't think PlayStation 5 is going to beat Xbox. If what Xbox is saying they're giving you, uh, Xbox is still going to win. However, I like that PlayStation 5 is offering a 60 FPS performance mode where you're always stayed at 60 and it doesn't go higher mm. or go lower. But the problem is, and I've talked about this extensively with on here and just like with other people, the real the only thing left that will show who's the superior con uh, console is who can pump out a game at 60 frames or more without any drops at 4k or, or, or at the very least, if you want a good quality 60 FPS at 1080, cause 1080 looks fantastic. It's hard to get 4k with people's setups. 4k is a very weird market and now they're already working on 8k stuff. Um, we yeah. haven't perfected 4k yet, but 1080p you can never go wrong with, but so really Sorry. it's just who's going to have the better looking quality game it's this year this console generation is going to be about graphics that's it because everything well, else I is staying it, the same i think it's interesting and this is something i heard um alana pierce say on uh the play watch listen podcast um it's almost when people kind of talk about like console wars and etc cetera, etc cetera, and she said um something that I think is pretty spot on. It's no longer what's the better console because it's Sony are selling consoles, but Microsoft like Xbox are selling subscriptions to game pass. So it's almost like you don't buy, you don't buy a PlayStation because you want PlayStation plus, but most people would buy an Xbox because they want game pass, you know? Yeah. Because, so I think because Sony has the better exclusives than Xbox. I 100% agree. Sony has the better exclusives. So I think to to wrap up, are you more excited? What are you most excited for in the new console generation? Uh, Just And it could be like Xbox, PlayStation, or something specific about both. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, PC games. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have an you know that guy. I love it. That guy over there. I have an Xbox One X, which I think is more than enough for me. Uh, it looks, the games look really good on it. I'm not going to get a Series S or a Series X because there's no point uh, for me because I only play games that are on the game, that are on Game Pass. Or I thought games, you were going to say GameCube. <laughs> GameCube. Well, I'm downloading. I my, only play I am, GameCube. <laughs> I am downloading my GameCube library on my PC, so I'm working on that to start up because I finished. Oh God, I'm so glad I'm done with the first PlayStation. Um, story again for another day. So mm -hmm. I, yeah, I honestly I don't have a dog in this fight, but because Sarah is a PS player and I have we have PlayStations in the house, uh, we're probably yeah. going to get the PS5, but we definitely need to have more games to justify yeah paying for it because obviously once we get it we're never going to get rid of it because if oh, yeah i i don't see how they will uh with the series x and the ps5 and even the series s these consoles need to last their whole lifespan there there cannot be a mini version there can't be a 
uh, yeah, a, in like two years time, point two version, yeah, light, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like Sony and Microsoft are now making consoles constantly. Like it's so stupid. Like one console yeah. should last. A span. If you made it with those hardware specs, people should work around those specs, and that should give them more yeah, than enough. Totally. Yeah, because if you put I this out, and then you make us an, an updated version, that is just uh, that is so stupid. Like, why? Yeah. But what was is, the? Yeah. PS PS4 was released when twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. Thirteen or fourteen. Oh, I don't think it was as early as 13. I think it was 2014 then. Because I remember I played GTA 5. I started playing GTA 5 on the PS3. Yeah, that was 2013. I'm going to look it up. 2014. Yep. Wait. It was launched on November 15 in North America. Oh, so it was the end of 2013. Yeah. Wow. Because That's so much Xbox came out in 2014 or 15. I thought it was 2015. Wow, I'm way behind on the PS4 then. Um, yeah. Okay, so 2013, end of 2013, start of 2014. Okay, so that's six, seven years for the for that console. Yeah. Yeah. You want at least because it's people games take four or five years to make now, yep. like AAA games yep. or games made for consoles take half the lifespan of a console. Mm-hmm. It seems to make. So, yeah, I don't like because people would have started making games for PS4 two or three years ago, and now it's like, well, shit, do we? I'm sure they would have been well aware, but now it's like, well, the PS5 is coming out. Are people still? I think people will still buy PS4s for a couple of years because of how expensive the PS5 is. Um, and I think going back to the question that I asked you, my answer would be, I'm excited for the exclusives coming out i'm excited for the sequels the sequel games that are coming out god of war and horizon and spider-man i'm very excited for those games um yeah i definitely won't buy i'm not going to pre-order a ps5 because i just can't afford it um i will probably buy one next year Mm -hmm. i don't know when maybe i don't know do you think they'll release like a special edition god of war ps5 or a spider-man miles morales ps5 or a horizon forbidden west ps5 i'm sure i think they will and i feel like that's probably when i'll buy it yeah i'm sure they'll make a special we'll start making special editions the spider-man miles morales one would probably be worth getting but if i could get a ps5 with like a spider-man logo on it that would be pretty sweet yeah well i mean you can just buy it and then slap one on yourself that's true and save and save whatever ridiculous money they charge for the special edition yeah because the cost of i i'm gonna wait to get a like a bundle because the cost of the console as well as the cost of games is going to be outrageous and i just i haven't been saving for the console i know some people who've been like no i'm putting money aside for the ps5 and i'm like cool i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do that until i know how much it is and now that we know how much it is, I can start saving for it, but it definitely won't be this year. Right. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna wait till a bundle comes out. And I'll catch up with all the PS5 fun stuff next year, I think. There you because go. Because I'm still I'm still very happy with my PS4. There are games that I still need to finish. 
Mm-hmm. Plus, now I'm dipping my toes into the world of PC gaming. She's gonna be a PC gamer. Look out, boys. Oh my god, am I a hashtag gamer girl yet? Who knows? Gamers rise up. <laughs> gamer girls oh rise up. Oh my gosh. Heck yeah. Well, Greg. What? This was a fun catch up. This was, and we but we do must, you know what's happening next mustard. Week? Oh, what? Mustard? Yeah, you what said this was muster? a good catch-up, and I said, yeah, we mustard. I was trying to make a oh. condiment pun. Well, I'm glad I interrupted you then because it was bad. Thank you. But next week's going to be exciting. I guess so. If it, After that, I may not even show up because I'm hurt. I sad. You'll show up. Yeah, I know. I you'll, will. <laughs> you'll be there. You'll show up. Yes, you'll next week we've there. got a very super duper special guest that uh we are excited to have on uh we we keep it a secret yes i think i think we should keep it a secret yeah because then no one would listen to it (laughs) probably they would uh yeah we're very excited uh this person we were trying to think because next next week will be our 20th podcast episode if if we counted right, which I'm pretty sure we uh, did. It's sad. Every time I edit and upload, I have to go back and count to make sure I'm counting the right number because there was a time where I messed up the typo and I messed up like a ton of the numbers and I had to reset them. Oh, no. Yeah, so I had to do a quick edit. But yeah, no, uh, we both were thinking of someone and I came with the idea of this person and Grace literally thought of the same person we're like yeah Mm -hmm. we need to get them on so immediately we were like yep let's get this person on it's it's and amazingly they agreed (laughs) yeah and they're super excited like we are about it but you won't know till next week you won't know our secrets so enjoy this one and we hopefully this will tide you over for next week's delightful podcast with our guest Indeed. 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 Well, Grace, thank you. And thank you to all who are listening. We will talk to you later. Thank you, everybody. We love you so much. Yeah, I guess so. Bye. Bye.